Welcome to the EchoCast. I am Bon Diesel. This is a podcast about The Division, The Division 2, its community, updates, news, my opinion on stuff, and every now and then other games. Today, we will be talking about not State of the Game Recap, the ETF attendees, and some chatter around ETF. Uh, talking about you know kind of the lack of info with Division 2 and upcoming things, some listener questions, and some content and personal updates. Probably going to be a shorter one today because I'm probably going to rant, but not like I normally do. But before then, if you would like to support this podcast and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash the echo cast special thanks to jose luis jimmy mike november hassan tim jim and ozzy for being supporters of the show you help make me be able to make excuses to do this stuff still despite the fact that i have a baby now Uh, if you're a current or new patron let me know if you'd like to receive some free stickers and i can make you a vip on twitch This is where I would normally do the state of the game recap, but as we all know, or at least most of us know, no state of the game yet. I'm really hopeful for next week. Fingers crossed. In lieu of talking about that, we did get some ETF news today. I'm recording this on Wednesday. Uh, We had a few people announce that they are going. Uh, If you don't know, in the ETF program, um, they are not obligated to say that they're attending or that they're going to do it. Um, in fact, I even suggest to some people that they just shouldn't. Um, you may be better off or maybe talking about it afterwards. Um, the big thing about it is that no matter who gets picked, there's going to be a group of people who don't like them being picked. And um, at the end of the day, we're, you're never going to hear anything directly about what they talked about for the most part. Everything they do is under NDA and they basically aren't allowed to talk about it. So, you know, don't get your hopes up that with ETF coming up, there's all of a sudden going to be a big info drop um, unless someone wants to get sued uh, for lots and lots of money. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So the people I'm aware of currently um, are uh, Lieutenant Buzz Lightbeer, um, Solid FPS, and... And who I'll best describe is Mike. Uh, He was actually ETF um, Alpha, I believe. It's Mike Thinks Aloud on Twitter. Um, And what I like is, um, obviously, I expected a couple content creators to go. So Buzz and and Solid FPS. I don't know how much content Buzz is doing these days, but I know he's still putting out videos here and there. Um, Solid FPS, um, I believe, used to be a big PUBG streamer. Um, and kind of came over. I believe he was part of the Marco crew when they did the uh, the raid. Um, I'll talk more about that in a moment. But uh, I think Mike Thinks Aloud is a good one. I know there's going to be some people who are going to be mad that he's now going twice. But I really believe that if you look at his situation, um, he's not a streamer. You know, he pretty much keeps to himself on Twitter. Um, the most he does is give big 
um, you know, typically larger, even small ideas about how to fix the loot economy in the game and stuff like that. Um, I believe he's kind of an aspiring game designer himself, even if it's just as a hobby. And um, what I really like about the Mike pick is that he he's experienced one ETF. He kind of knows how it works already. He has no ulterior motive. He doesn't care if you follow his stream. He, I doubt he really gives a crap whether or not you like his tweets. Um, I, I really like that pure intention. Uh, with Buzz, I believe Buzz actually um, was supposed to go to Charlie uh, and had something come up and wasn't able to go. But it, came, it kind of seems like it's a, you know, a second chance there. And then Solid FPS, I'm going to be straight up. I don't really know much about them. I know they're a relatively large creator. Um, but from what I've seen, there's a lot of knowledge there when it comes to PvP and stuff like that. Um, so I'm really hoping that, uh, that, that Solid is able to bring a perspective of, of a big streamer, of someone who wants the PvP to probably be fun to stream. Um, uh, maybe just has ideas about the game in general. Who knows? Uh, probably has ideas about the raid. I think that people just need to temper their expectations a bit. Um, I'm still hoping that a lot of the selections are people who maybe we've never really heard of or are fairly small members of the community. Um, cause I really like the idea of having people there, you know, who have the creator, uh, outlook or even have the previous experience of Mike. But I also like the idea of people being able to go who are just, just like the game, just, just want to play the game. Um, there's someone else who said that they got picked, uh, but uh, this person is notoriously uh, sarcastic, and I honestly don't know if they were serious or not, so uh, I'll mention them next week if they really are going or if they really got picked. I don't. It, you you confuse me, sir. I have no idea. Um, what, what's been really interesting is that it's been the same thing with every ETF. Um, it's similar to the Star Player program a little bit that... You know, they, they, they announced the emails went out. There's people who are mad, who think they deserve to go. Uh, I've seen some really, um, not, some really unintentionally hilarious posts of people being like, I played 4,000 hours. Here's a clip of me playing. I should have gotten picked. And the person playing just has no business telling other people or, or contributing to this game, at least not in my opinion. Um, there's been some really funny posts. Um, what's really interesting is that you're you're just gonna see, and you just kind of have to experience, or not experience, but expect a lot of jealousy and bitterness when it comes to this. There's a lot of people who, no matter who was picked, they were gonna rip and be mad and yell and scream and throw a fit on the ground. Um, there's a lot of people who are still paying attention to this game, who just want to dog it at every step, which is fine. I don't know why they'd waste their time doing things like posting Twitch. Uh, viewing numbers I just don't that's a thing that's never <laughs> I remember people doing it to Destiny 2 after it came out and people being like look look how bad this game is look how look look at the viewers they only have blah 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 um th th this whole idea that twitch viewership uh signifies whether a game is good or not I don't know I mean I, I don't think Destiny I don't think Division I don't think any of the looter shooters are fun to watch obviously there's some people who disagree because there's a decent number of people who watch a lot of them. I'm a huge hypocrite there because I mostly stream the division and people watch me. So you know, I'm not trying to dog people who do that. Just for me personally, um, I don't I don't like to watch these games, even though I like them. 
So, you know, this, this whole, you know, uh, easy target thing of being like, look how few viewers there are, man. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just don't understand why people spend so much time ripping on things that they don't care about. Um, when instead they could be posting about things they really enjoy. Uh, but you know, that's just certain people. It's the way some people are. Um, and, and, and honestly, there, there's going to be a lot of sensationalism and clickbait soon, if not already. Um, you know, there's, there's your go-to toxic creators and know-it-all creators and, you know, edgy anti-PC people, you know, who um, are going to, you know, take this opportunity, um, you know, in full effect to get a few extra clicks and to be able to rip on some people. And, and that's fine. You know, if, if you're into those type of creators, then I'm sure they're about to have some great content for you. Um, I again don't really see the the I don't see the point. I don't see the attractiveness to that uh, attitude and stuff like that. Um, that you know those people won't be pleased. You know they the the division or any game really could handle everything perfectly. And you're looking at a population of people who care more about their YouTube channels growing or you know making people mad than being truthful and honest and and balanced. Um, and and that's just a thing that. Either either you're into it or you're not. I'm obviously, I'm obviously not into it. So, um, and the biggest thing I want to throw out about the ETF, and and now that it's it's gonna happen here in a few days, um, is that you know don't expect anything from it. Um, I think that there's you know there's a big thing I've seen is a lot of people saying like, why do you need to do this? You know, you know, don't you watch the videos and 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 read the tweets and and blah blah blah. Like, you know, we're telling you what we think is wrong, and, and and the problem with that attitude is that people think that, you know, this, or, or I've seen the other attitude. Of this is just a PR move, um, and it obviously is to a point, right? I mean, obviously this is them saying, look, we're reaching out, we're trying to get people in here to give us some feedback, but but what the ETF won't be is is them sitting down and being like, hey, do you guys think loot is good? You know, they know that loot's bad, <laughs> you know, um, they've, you know, I've seen multiple devs acknowledge it, CMs and everything, you know, they, they, they do, they, they take into account all these things that people say or scream at them. Um, but what the ETF is more meant to be is, as I'm aware is, Hey, here's, here's what we want to do. What do you think? And it's not just, here's what we want to do on title update six. It may be more along the lines of here's what we want to do for episode two for episode three in year two and and so it, it's a it's i suspect this is more of a long game run where they're going to be showing these people stuff that isn't just you know relevant in the next month or two but it's going to be relevant a year from now maybe even more and uh and, and and no matter what they show them again people just need to realize that you're probably never going to get direct details about what they talk about they they may go over a little bit of it, but in the history of this game, uh, with Division One and now Division Two, they've never really done like a deep dive on what happened during the ETF, um, and that's because I'm under the impression some of the ETFs covered stuff that was gonna happen all the way in Division Two, um, so there may be things covered during this ETF that may not be implemented until Year Two, Year Three, or maybe even a Division Three. So you know, don't expect big info drops from this. Um, but but do know that you know these they aren't sending these people over to go sit in a room for an hour every day and then they go out and feed them and dine and you know wine them you know um, from my 
uh, you know, from the chitter chatter I've heard before, is it's really intense. They're long days. They're intense days. There's lots of discussion and not arguments, but you know, enhanced discussions about how things should go and 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 how things you know are going to be received and and you know, hopefully they have a, a good swath of the community represented by these people. So. You know, you're going to, you know, it's, you know, they're probably not going to walk out of there with everyone being like, this is perfect. We all agree. And that's okay. So I guess my last message here is, you know, while this ETF is cool, I believe that it'll be effective and what they're trying to do with it. Just don't expect big info drops from it because it's literally the opposite of what it's supposed to do. And what else is supposed to do is mid roll because that makes sense. Uh, for roughly the next 60 seconds, you'll hear me talking about, I believe, Anchor and Spotify. We'll be right back. Okay, so community topics and discussion. So this one, this, this podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. Um, I'm going to talk about a lot of the chitter and chatter and discussion I've seen about the lack of information and updates. So I spend probably a little too much time on Reddit and especially Twitter. And I've seen just a lot of attitude and a lot of offhanded comments about the game being dead um, and not getting the info that we deserve and so on and so forth. Um, I get it. I, I, you know, even from my perspective, you know, this kind of drought um, came at a good time for me because I'm very busy right now with my child um, and trying to figure all of that out. So I have to be totally honest. I'm kind of cool with the drought because um, if there was stuff happening right now, I wouldn't be able to take part in it. So very selfishly, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of cool with it. Um, but I really think that people just aren't taking into account, you know, kind of why we're in the situation we're in. Um, so, and I've said it multiple times, and, it, and it's starting to become less relevant, I believe. I think this is kind of wrapping up. But um, the massive devs all get like four or five weeks off a year. And, they, and a lot of them take it here in the summer. They take it during this time of the year. Now, I believe most of the devs are getting back, but I, I believe there's also still a few who are out and won't be back for a little bit. So there's just the people who work on this stuff. A lot of them haven't been working and good for them. <laughs> you know, I don't uh, I don't blame them. I think that's fine. Um, while, you know, I know that there's people who expect every game to be Fortnite and to have new updates every single week. The division has never pretended to be that type of game. And it never will be that type of game. Um, while I would definitely like to have more content quicker, I also, um, you know, can can see and hear and and think. And so, you know, they've never done anything that's made us, you know, that's given anyone the the a reason to believe that they should expect more than what we've been getting. If you want me to be totally honest, um, I also believe that the game in general, especially the PR and community managers and such um, with the messaging have really moved to more of a show don't tease kind of attitude, you know? So instead of, you know, dropping hints and, and maybe even making promises they can't keep, which I'll talk about in a moment, um, you know, it seems like they're, they're just, they're kind of saving up. So there was a lot of chatter about like no man's sky and Anthem and all these games that have had kind of rough starts, um, which again, that people have sh such short memories. The division two is critically acclaimed. Um, you know, say what you will about the game in its current state and its end game and all that. Like it or not, go look up those review scores. The Division 2, as opposed to the Division 1, uh, Division 2 was heralded when it was released, um, which was a great start. Um, you know, for the first so many months, we've had major updates basically every month. Whether you liked them or not, 
is a, is a story on itself, but you can't deny the fact that they've put out lots of updates, that they've put out lots of fixes, and they've done PTSs already, which we didn't get for a long time in Division 2. Um, you know, they... They... It seems to me that they're taking some lessons from the first game, from from some other games, and they're taking their game that, whether you agree with me or not, is in good shape but needs some fixes, and instead of drip-dropping stuff at us, they're just going to show us all at once, or at least that's what I think. Uh, the ETF is approaching, um, and, I, and I have a pretty good feeling that that's pretty much the focus of the CMs right now. Um, and their and their time. Um, there's also in Gamescom just happened, and PAX is coming up. I don't believe Division is having a presence in those uh, in those places, at least not as I'm aware. Um, but I still, you know, suspect that that's a a time sink for them. And and at the, in the in my last point is honestly, there's no such thing as you know the fan base doesn't deserve anything. Um. And, and this is where I guess my white knight or my my shill, my shill shield comes up, and I say that, you know, the game right now, I think would provide the average person, 150 to 250 hours of playtime. You grind the exotics if you do all the little projects and all the side missions and main missions. Maybe if you level up a second character, you know, probably extend that time a little bit. Um, if you fully experience this game and what it currently has only four or five months in, I mean, I believe that you're getting your 60, maybe even your hundred dollars worth. You know, obviously that's only an opinion. I am sure people will disagree, but I think what people need to realize is that there, there's a, there's a balance of them, you know, wanting to be transparent and give people info when they can. Um, but kind of what I said before of not trying to make the same mistakes as they did in Division 1, where in the, the Division 1, especially early in the game, there were lots of promises made that were never kept. There was lots of things said that never came to fruition because, in my assessment, they were trying to please and make the community happy in the short term because they felt things were spiraling, which they were. And they maybe got ahead of themselves and said things that maybe they shouldn't have said because they didn't happen when they were supposed to happen or they never happened. And so instead of doing that, um, I, I suspect that they would rather deal with some kind of sensational chatter of dead game and all that stuff than deal again with situations of people saying, you said we would get this and we didn't. Or you said it would release on this day and it didn't. Um and and I think that's a good move. They just seem like, you know, they're they're just trying to set expectations appropriately. And unfortunately, that means less info, but hopefully the info that we get is better. So there's that. Moving on to some listener questions. We have short sight with two questions. The first one. How do you see the world of Tom Clancy evolving in the, in the Division lore? I have my own ideas on what should happen with Black Tusk and other factions, but more so, what if there was a crossover in some stage um, of a game that a Wildlands team member come, came to aid Division agents um, the other side? Oh, I think I may have cut off this question. Let me look it up real quick. Okay, so while I'm looking this up, um, anyone who listens to me talk or watches my Twitter and stuff knows that I kind of see the division as the last bastion 
um, of, of, of not having crossovers. And I really, really want to keep it that way. Um, I totally, um, oh, okay. It just moves on to a different question. Um, I don't want that. Uh, the ghosts don't make sense. And, uh, again, I understand that, you know, the, this, this world, I'm sure that the division world, you know, the, the ghosts have existed. Right. Um, but I, I don't. I really think that Wildlands um, was trying to make the best of a bad thing by pulling in all these crossover events. The problem is that, I mean, the Predator one was okay, but all of the rest of them were terrible. Um, even the one that is leading to Breakpoint, they just aren't very interesting, other than the, the Predator one's pretty cool. But they're just kind of lazy. Um, even the Division one they did with the Intel, um, I enjoyed personally. I'm a big lore guy, which is what you're asking about here. I thought that was neat, um, but I just don't. It just felt so cheesy and so lame by them bringing in like the Rainbow Six agents and the and Sam Fisher and and then you know I just and then the Predator and and then I think they've already teased that the Terminator is going to be in Breakpoint. I, I just don't. I, I really you know. Ubisoft Paris has obviously taken Wildlands, has taken the Ghost Recon franchise from like a casual milsim that Future Soldier and Graal was, and and they've and they're turning it into kind of an arcadey, goofy, true I don't know just cause type of game, which is fine, but it's definitely not why I I I don't want the division to go down that road. Um, I get it, I get the fun in it. Um, but I really, really want them to try to make, keep this franchise somewhat serious and not go off the the goofy route that it seems like Ghost Recon is going. Um, but just in general, where I think it's going to go, um, I think that they're going to more fully flesh out the Black Tusk and what their long-term plans are. Um, I suspect that they're going to start showing some weaknesses in them. But even if you listen to the lore that's already available... Um, it seems like the Black Tusk are even considering siding with the agents, with the with the Shade agents, because they maybe you know they're going to be opportunistic. Um, you know they they appear to be a um, a private military contractor basically, and they're going to lean whichever way the winds blow them, uh, whatever seems more favorable. So whoever was encouraging them to take over DC and try to wipe out the agents. Um, if if they don't believe that person is as strong anymore and that they're better off siding with the agents, they're going to. And I believe that's even been hinted in the lore. So we'll have to see where that goes. I think that we're going to get some type of update that's going to delve into the, the hunters in some way. I'm really mixed on the hunters. I, I think that if you completely expose who the hunters are and talk and, and give us you know all of their background... And God, I just I have this terrible feeling they're just going to be Russians, which is just the laziest way to. I just want the hunters to have such a cool backstory, and instead it looks like it's just going to be like the Russians, which is fine, I guess. I don't know. I think we're going to get more about them. I think they're going to use the ambusher and the underground factions to expand on um, in the future, whether it's um, episode two and three, or even if it's year two and year three. So we'll have to wait and see about that. And I think they're going to push along the main story, the the antibiotics and the 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 antivirals and um and and the development of that and trying to spread it and keep um and obviously Keener. I mean, we're you know it it seems pretty heavily hinted that episode three is going to expand on him 
and we're going to be trying to go hunt him down. Um, I have high hopes that maybe episode three is going to be this kind of standalone, really, really in depth, just deep single player, um, which I think would be amazing. Um, I, I would love to see a DLC with this game kind of ditch the open world thing and just give us a, a good, like three or four hour story. I think that'd be so cool. Um, I think that the return on return to New York is a perfect opportunity to do that because they could really fully flesh out, you know, some, you know, more linear missions, but, you know, make it really heavily story oriented, but you know, who knows if that's going to happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if we get some, some other, you know, surprises, um, maybe some other influence from outside of the country, maybe another governmental group arises and, you know, we, we have to figure them out, you know, it's, um, but I think that all those things, you know, they're going to push forward. Uh, but you know, and I promise, you know, I, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm I'm not right in any way, shape or form. I really want them to stay away from the crossover stuff, at least the way that they've done it in Wildlands. And it seems like they're going to do it in Breakpoint. It's just cheesy to me. I don't, I really hate what they've done with that franchise. And, um, I, I don't want that. And that right there is probably why I didn't get approved to Delta Company. <laughs> um, then the second part of Short Sight's question is uh, if you and Lady Bond had to choose desserts while Baby Diesel is properly asleep, would you go for? And the selections are A, cheesecake, B, fruit-based pie, and C, all the cake because cake is life. Um, so her answer would be cheesecake. Her and her family are cheesecake fiends and have cheesecake at every single gathering that they have. Um, I never even like ate cheesecake until we started dating uh, when I was 20. <laughs> so um, she would pick cheesecake. There's no doubt there. I would pick a fruit-based pie, either apple or cherry. Um, that's my absolute. I love like Dutch apple pie, any type of cherry pie. That's my thing. I am not a cheesecake fan. Uh, but we would maybe if we so if we got to pick individually, that's what we would do. If we had to uh, pick together, we'd probably either do fruit-based or just all the cake, because why not? So thank you for the question, short sight. And then Seamaster uh, helps me transition into the content and personal updates. Seamaster says, how is the baby? Well, let's talk about the baby in the personal and content updates. Uh, so Baby Diesel's doing really well. She's putting on weight. Um, she's uh, She's getting bigger. It's weird to already notice how much she's changed. Um, where we've definitely had some struggles, uh, with nighttime, with sleeping. She's definitely not sleeping through the night. Um, she's getting, she's getting to the point where she's sleeping like three or four hours at a time. Um, and she basically sleeps all day, but she's basically also found, um, you know, it seems every night it's a little random, but she picks three or four hours where she's just unconsolable. Uh, she, she doesn't want to sleep. She's hungry. We've been told that it's probably a growth spurt where she's cluster eating. So you just basically can't feed her enough. Um, oh man, it's been crazy. We've had a few really good nights. We've had a few really awful nights. Um, and that, you know, that's kind of, you know, in hindsight when everyone was warning me about all of this fun stuff, it seems like, uh, this is what they were warning me about. And, um, I think we're handling it really well. Um, Bay diesel has been just absolutely killing it. And, um, yeah, I'm just really proud of her. She's been absolutely amazing. Um, but she's also only off work for about another month. So we need to kind of figure some of these things out because right now we're taking shifts with sleeping. So one of us sleeps about half the night. The other sleeps the other half. Um, she tends to let me sleep a little bit longer because I'm going to work. 
And uh, yeah, it's been crazy. But at the end of the day, we have a knock on wood, perfectly healthy baby um, who is beautiful and cute. And, you know, she's already starting to show a little personality and um, it's it's really good. There's obviously some struggles, but it seems worth it. Uh, speaking of work, uh, with me personally, um, I'm, I took a little bit of time off, obviously, after the baby was born. I am back to work. We actually, uh, this was weird timing. Um, this is the busiest time of the year for my work. So taking time off put me behind. We also just moved from an office that we had by ourselves. Um, the company I work for has like 40 different departments. Um, we're one of them. And now we've moved from our own building into a big campus that they just built um, where we'll be with about half of the the, the programs. Uh, so we're going from our own space to sharing a big old hospital. They turned into an office building. And uh, it's it's uh, today was the first day. It was very interesting. I've been in the same office for seven years. So having a new office and a new building and a new city um, is definitely um, a, a shocker. Luckily, it's only like five minutes away from my house, which is really cool. Um, and, and yeah, so, so the, the streams and, and, and the content is going to be a bit wonky right now, mostly because of baby, but also because of my own, just being behind at work and, and new work stuff. So, so there's that, uh, on that point, you know, I am going to start to try to get onto a streaming schedule. Uh, my goal is to stream at least one morning every weekend and try to stream at least one evening every week and then go up from there. I really think I can probably stream Saturday and Sunday mornings and then at least stream on like a, like a Monday and a Thursday is my goal. So try to get four in a week. Um, but right now the stuff with the baby is just so variable. It's hard to, you know, I, I'm having a hard time cutting out that time yet, but hopefully eventually we'll be able to do that. Um, and then the final thing is I just want to give a huge shout out to, to really anyone who watches my streams, listens to the podcast, you know, is a patron. Um, but I want to give an extra special thank you uh, to JP. Uh, I'll leave it there. Um, during my Sunday stream, which was my first stream in like over two weeks, um, JP gave me um, the, the most gifted subs and bits and all of that stuff that I've ever had. Um, it was really, really ridiculous. The gifted subs were so crazy that people were getting subs gifted to them who I bet probably haven't watched my stream in over two years because I know they don't like me. So I have to admit there's a little bit of humor in that when they log on the Twitch next, they're going to see they were gifted a, <laughs> they were gifted a, a sub to my channel. Um, <laughs> so I have to admit that's kind of funny to me, but I just want to throw out a huge thank you to JP um, especially, but you know, everyone who supports and still you know, I'm still carrying like 30 something subs, um, beyond those gifted ones, um, that I just really, really appreciate. Um, I, I'm not very consistent these days. Those people are letting that continue to happen. Um, and I completely understand that people stop subbing at least until I get back, uh, more consistently. Um, but for those who leave it or who support in any way, shape or form, I just really appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you from from the bottom of my little heart. Okay, so let's wrap this baby up. If you want to support the podcast or my other content, please check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash the EchoCast. If you are on iTunes or any other podcast service that lets you rate, please rate this podcast with all the stars and leave a review. I try to read every single one that pops up. Um, I've gotten some really good feedback on them, and I just I really appreciate anyone who takes the time.
I am on Bees, I am Bond Diesel on Twitch, uh, where I try to stream a few times a week, and I'm Bond Diesel on Twitter, where I put my word vomit. If you want to get Twitter updates about the Division Two without getting my opinion, you can follow at the Division Two Hub, and that is where I post things that I find that I think are interesting or educational about the division, and I leave my opinion out of it 99% of the time. And that's all I have. So. Until next time.